Act to the quickest podcast ever. Brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, fall style. Wait, wasn't it just June? Right? So I went to Kohl's. Of course you did. I got a cute Kara Santana for Nine West sweater for 25% off and a great pair of Vans. Love Vans. And save 25% on a champion hoodie for my husband. Ooh, sounds cozy. You should go. You'll get 15% off or 15, 20, or even 30% off with a Kohl's card. BRV. Select styles. Offers end September 26th. Champion coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. podcast episode i am your host damian the soul aka master shango as most of you out there know me and i'll be your your soul recorder here for this uh pod, for this podcast which is was actually started by yours truly and i'm uh, i'm still trying to get the hang of it i mean um for most of you won't really understand this, but this podcast is really taking me off from my writing schedule. I mean, between recording podcasts and then uh, updating my blogs, keeping with my correspondence, I barely have enough time to do much writing at all. But that's not the only issue. The other issue why my my output has slowed down is... Um, Right now, my my well is running dry. I'm really running low on ideas, and the only I feel the only way I can get my groove back on is um, this uh, forthcoming uh, trip that I intend to make by uh, next month. I'll be I'll be traveling to the U.S. just to uh, give myself a break and meet some uh, uh, couples of mine that I. Loved. I usually have a good fun time with. Anyway, there's still plenty of time between now and uh, between now and September. We still have a couple of more weeks left, so I'll be seeing. I'll see how much uh, episodes I can I can leave you guys between now and then. And uh, hopefully, this is going to be another exciting one. Now, to give you a a brief history. Of um, the excerpt that I'm, I'm I'm going to read to you today, this excerpt I'm going to read four chapters of uh, one of my uh, recently published books. It came out early this year. It's titled "Southern Hospitality" or "Honey Wives of Pinopolis." Now the Pino Pinopolis that's P I N O 
P-O-L-I-S. It's actually a neighborhood in uh, South Carolina. A couple of years, couple of years back, during my um, convalescent period in the states, I I hooked up with um, with uh, some uh, with some middle-aged couples down in uh, South Carolina in that particular neighborhood of Pinopolis. So uh, this book is sort of uh, it's uh, it's kind of uh, autobiographical of uh, my sexual my sexual uh, adventures that I had during my time there. And um, in fact, uh, just to just to make you guys know of how real uh, the story the story is, uh, when my my upcoming uh, trip to the states that will be in September. I'll be hooking up with one of the main couples in the book. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I've, uh, I've, I've kept close in touch with them. In fact, they are a couple that I own sexually. So I intend meet, um, meeting up with them during my upcoming trip and having some more sexual exploits with them. And hopefully I'll get enough material to write uh, a sequel to uh, Southern Hospitality. Uh, what do you think of that? Yeah, I know. I know some of you can would really like to uh, to read that and um, also I know some of you would really love to hook up with me during my upcoming trip. Uh, we'll just see how things go. I mean, I, I won't lie to you. I'll be on a tight schedule, but that's just the way things. That's just the way things are. You know, you you make plans and then other plans just come and take over the place of uh, those other those previous plans you made. And there's really nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do except go with the flow. Uh, so anyway, um, after uh, for uh, like I said. Um, the book I'm reading, I'm reading off from is called uh, Southern Hospitality. Uh, you can find it, you can find it online um, on on my Amazon page. Just go on Amazon and type my name in the search box, Damien the Soul. You know that's D A M I E N D S O U L. Type Damien the Soul. My page will pop up and. If you look through through my uh, library, you see the book Southern Hospitality. You can also find it uh, on my website, DamienDesoul.com, and I know I've posted uh, other excerpts from it on my blog, ShangoReturns.blogspot.com. So there's the the links are always there, and I think it's it's available on other sites. I think on Goodreads as well. Anyway, I'm going to, like I say, I'm going to read you the first uh, four chapters here, and I hope uh, you guys enjoy it. And who knows, maybe if you if you do, uh, just uh, let me know by uh, like uh, liking this uh, episode once it gets to be live on uh, SoundCloud or on YouTube. Uh, just uh, hit the like button, and you can leave me a comment or two. So I'll know if maybe that would uh, encourage me to uh, work on uh, forthcoming uh, excerpts and, ep and episodes. And I'll be leaving also my uh, details 
at the end of the podcast recording where you can find me. Oh, and just to let you know, right now this uh, I'm recording. I'm recording this episode. It's uh, 12 18 a.m. That's on. That's on the 10th of uh, August, right? Right now, which is uh, which is on a Friday. It's Friday, so possibly uh, later later in Friday. That's when I'll be uploading this episode. Yeah, just to let just to let you know. Okay, without further ado, let's get started. And there goes the lightning, just to set the mood. And let's start. Let's start reading. Okay. Chapter 1 A cold, windy day it was, but a beautiful one, too. I saw her standing there towards the end of the pier, alone. She wore a multicolored dress. Her hair was ruffled, but she did not seem to care as the wind blew against her face. The sky was downcast. It had rained earlier but it seemed to be gearing up for another downpour. I had arrived in Charleston, North South Carolina, the previous night, and I was damn lonely. I went and stood next to the woman. She glanced at me for a moment, then turned back to staring at the magnificent Otto Revenel Jr. Bridge across the harbor. Lovely view, I said to break the silence. You could say that again, she responded. This is my first time in Charleston. In fact, my first time down south. Really, she looked at me attentively. A a slight smile played over her lips. How are you liking it so far? Pretty good. I love the weather and the hospitality. Hmm, anything else other than that? I scanned my mind. The cuisine, it reminds me so much of being back home. Where are you from? You've got a weird accent. You Canadian? No, I came halfway across the world. I'll tell you if you promise to keep it a secret. She looked around, surveying the small crowd at the pier. There's just the two of us here. My husband's coming by soon. Go ahead and tell me. I told her. Her eyes looked at me with interest and she smiled again. The wind kept ruffling her hair and she repeatedly swept it from her face. Wow, do all men from there look as handsome as you? I wish. Plenty of my friends back home think of me as being different. In what aspect? They say I'm more American. They say I've got an American state of mind. They weren't too surprised when I told them I was traveling. I like your dress, by the way. Thank you. It's my dress of many colors. Like the Dolly Parton song. That made her smile more. Yeah, just like the Dolly Parton song. We went on talking. Her name was Linda. She was 55 and a college teacher. She pointed at her husband who was making his way towards us holding two ice cream cones. His hair was gray and so was his beard. He had a jovial appearance. 
He didn't seem any bit apprehensive or concerned when he came and met us. Hi, he said to me, then looked at his wife. Linda, you never told me you'd be meeting any friends here. She laughed and accepted her ice cream from him and introduced us. Her husband's name was Marvin. We shook hands and like her, he inquired about my accent and where I was from. Wow, you came all the way here. That's impressive. So what brought you down to these southern parts? Anything important or just visiting? Visiting, yes, but I'm also taking time to see new places, meet new interesting people and whatever else I can do with my time. I love the atmosphere here. It's less hectic than, it, say, New York. This time of the year it must be cold up there, right? Warm for many, but too, too cold for me. Oh, I know what you mean. I lived there once and it took me a while to get used to riding the subways. Linda licked at her ice cream while Marvin and I conversed. Eventually, they had to leave and we shook hands and they waved goodbye to me while I remained at the pier staring at the waters of the harbor. The sky was turning gray when I took my leave. I was strolling along the east side of Concord Street, away from the harbor when thunder began rolling across the sky. I quickened my footsteps toward the hotel where I was staying. I stopped when I heard someone calling my name. I turned around and it was Marvin running to catch up with me. I was afraid I might have lost sight of you, he said when he drew to a stop. His face was flushed with running. Where are you heading? The Harbour View Hotel, I indicated by cocking my thumb at his direction. It's not too far from here. Yeah, I know it. How about we give you a lift? It's gonna rain heavily pretty soon. No, it's okay. I can make it, but thanks. I turned to continue my walk, but Marvin held my arm. He had a sheepish grin on his face. I wanted to tell you how happy I was seeing you and Linda talking. She was quite moved by you. She told me she'd love to get to know you better. I caught a glimmer in his eye and thought I knew what he meant, but wanted him to say it outright. What exactly are you getting at, Marvin? It's like this, he stuttered. I'm being up front here. Linda likes you and she wouldn't mind spending some quality time with you. He paused for a moment to gauge my reaction, then added, I definitely won't mind leaving the two of you alone together. I promise. All right then, sure. I'm game. You want us to head over to my hotel room? Sure, if that's okay with you. Can't do it out here, he laughed to break the tension, and I joined him. No, we can't. We walked a little way down Concord Street to where he had left Linda waiting in a white SUV. She was happy to see me with him. I got into the back seat with her and she welcomed me like someone who'd been lost to her and massaged my thigh while her husband drove us to the Harbour View Inn. 
In no time, we were up in my suite. I had two days' worth of stay to enjoy it, and Marvin made an excuse that he had some errands to run, then left us alone. So this is where you are holed up, said Linda as she took my hand and led me to bed. Very lovely and expensive too. Have you had any women in here yet? No, you are the first. I was caressing her breast through her colorful dress. She pushed me to lie on my back, ran her hand over my crotch, then got to unzip my fly. Let's see about giving you some perfect southern hospitality then. She wasted no time digging out my cock and laddering it with her tongue and lips. I swept her hair away from her face. She managed to unbuckle my belt and push my pants and boxers down my thighs while she got on her elbows and knees and dug into swallowing me. My cock grew ramrod stiff in her mouth within, second, within seconds. She sucked me like a pouring vixen. I pushed her dress up her rump and was surprised to see she wore nothing underneath. Later, I got to find out she had slipped her panties into her purse when she saw Marvin bringing me to, uh, to her. Linda stroked my shaft while still rolling her lips around my penis head. I was all hyper and could barely contain myself. I came spontaneously in her mouth. She gulped and drained every ounce of spurt I fed her. I lay there, gasping and sweating. When she was done, she came and lay beside me. I hope you enjoyed that. Oh yeah, I very much did. But I think it's my turn to do you. I climbed down from the bed and got out of my clothes. Linda wanted to do the same with her dress, but I told her to leave it on. She looked so sexy in it, her dress of many colors. Admiring her in her dress got me hard again. I propped her meaty thighs over my shoulders and buried my face into her pussy. Linda jerked as if she had been goosed. She gasped and caressed my head as I probed her moist cunt with my tongue. Her gut kept pushing against my face, but I didn't mind. My cock grew hard again. When it felt hard enough, I came up for air and she slid backwards on the bed and held her legs apart for me to introduce myself. Ooh, ooh. Her pussy felt tight, but just a couple more thrust and I was making her squirt buckets. Linda grabbed my shoulders and jerked her hips roughly towards me. Her moans grew louder, more frantic than ever. Oh yeah, yes, fuck my pussy. Go on, fuck that pussy, baby. Yeah, I'm fucking it. Ugh. You want me to fuck you hard, don't you? You better believe it, baby. I love African men. Too bad I've never fucked one before. Oh, give me that big black dick. I'm going to give it to you. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, give it to me. I went ahead, fucking Linda as hard as my hips would allow. My eyes never left her tits, bouncing underneath her dress. Linda moaned at my face. We kissed each other hard. We, we turned over and continued fucking. 
I did my best to starve myself from climaxing too soon, but in the end, there was no point delaying the inevitable. I ejaculated my load inside her. I looked up and saw Marvin standing by the doorway. I ran a hand over my face and it came away damp with sweat. How long have you been there? I asked. Not that long. May I clean you up? He didn't wait for my answer. He came across the room and knelt before me and sucked my cock. Linda moved off the bed and she knelt beside him to clean my shaft. This is a real African cock, darling, she purred. Yes, it is, honey, Marvin replied. Outside, thunder rolled and the rain fell relentlessly. Chapter 2 I was suddenly famished. I got on the intercom and called up the hotel's restaurant and ordered a meal. Marvin was at the door to receive the tray of food while Linda and I went into the bathroom for a shower. She did much of the work, soaping me up and then scrubbing me from my face down to my toes. She had enough time to suck my cock while the water washed the soap suds off our backs. We returned to the bedroom dripping with water. Linda hadn't stopped kissing me. Randy Beach couldn't help herself from wanting some more black meat. I spun her around and bent her over the bed. She, I saw she had a rose tattoo on her left cheek of her butt and what was an exotic bullseye two inches above her butt crack that stretched the length of her waist. Marvin had hung her colorful dress in the closet along with mine. It took a moment for me to find her pussy's entry. Linda reached downward to assist, plugging me between her velvet sheets. I grabbed her shoulders before trusting deep inside her. She grunted hard from the exchange and laid her face on the bed. Marvin got on the bed and helped with spreading Linda's ass cheeks for me. I was fascinated by the sight of her rose tattoo jerking back and forth as I went on fucking her. I always love watching someone fuck my Linda, said Marvin, smiling while he did. This some, this something you both do often? No, not too often. It's been a long time, in fact. It's so hard finding suitable men around who'd want her. Linda carried on whimpering and breathing harder into the sheets. Her pussy creamed all over my cock. At one time, I pulled out of her. Marvin was quick to grab my cock and brought his lips to it, cleaned me off, then slipped me back into her. I went on fucking her, slamming my hips and pelvis hard against her ample butt. Then Marvin made way for me as I came and lay on the bed and brought Linda to get on top of me. She was all glee as she sat astride me and my cock slipped into her wet dripping pussy with ease. The bed rocked under our combined weight. Linda bucked on top of me harder, breathing feral down at me. I absorbed the enticing sight of her big titties slapping against each other inches from my face. Oh yes, she hissed as she shut her eyes 
her features animated with lust as she flung her head side to side. She moaned frantically while simultaneously jerking her hips on my cock, riding me hard. Fucking sweet pussy, I grunted. I fucking love this pussy. Do you, baby? She smiled at me. Do you really love this southern white pussy? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Mmm. I love your African cock, too. So black and beautiful. Oh. I smacked her ass and pumped my thighs as hard as I could to meet her combo of thrust. Marvin, I saw, stood backward, jerking his cock to the sight of us fucking. When I eventually climaxed inside Linda, he waited for my penis to grow flaccid. Then he came and first ate my load of semen dripping out of his wife's cunt before then cleaning my A tremor of lustful satisfaction raced across my body while he performed such pleasure upon me. He came on top his wife and they kissed and shared my load of cum with each other. Marvin went on, went and fetched the food tray and laid it before us and Linda and I ate. By this time, the rainfall outside had begun to warm. No chance of me going out for another walk anymore. Why don't we go out later in the evening, Linda suggested, when we got done eating. We can show you more of Charleston and as well stop someplace and get something better to eat than this hotel crap. Yeah, sure, I'm down for whatever. How long do you have to stay in Charleston? Marvin asked. I've got about a week, I said. But I can stretch it a bit longer if I want. I've got a four-week stay in the U.S. And I'm already due of one. Oh, really? This is your second week? Yes, I was in New York City staying with a friend. Is it easy for you traveling to the U.S.? I shook my head. Most Americans most Americans are often naive when thinking that the truth is it's just as hard and expensive. Whatever gave you the reason to come down south? gave you the reason to come down south. I got bored staying in New York City. It's a big city with plenty of places and lots of things to see, but everybody is always in a hurry. Not the kind of place to make friends. Even st staying with my friend was boring. That got Linda and Marvin laughing. Well, you're in best of hands here, Linda said. Marvin and I can be gluey, but we're never boring when it comes to company. I'm so glad we got to find someone like you today. You've no idea how long I've waited to run into someone who digs me and my colorful dress. They decided to take their leave, but promised they would return in a couple of hours. I had myself a prepaid for 
the prepaid phone, so we exchanged phone numbers before they left. I fell on the bed and was asleep within minutes. Chapter 3 Linda woke me up when she and Marvin returned four hours later. I didn't believe I would sleep that long, nor how tired I was until I got a call from the hotel lobby telling me I had visitors. I knew without a doubt who my visitors were and gave the okay to send them up. I jumped out of bed and caressed my chin and figured I had time for a quick shave including a shower. I was halfway into my shaving when a knock happened at my door, at my bedroom door, and I heard Linda's voice through the bathroom's half-open door. I hollered back to let her know where I was, and seconds later the door opened and there she was, smiling at me. She came and stood beside me while I shaved my chin. There you are, she kissed my shoulder. Are you getting ready for us, dear? I certainly am, I replied. Got to look my best first. I'll soon be done here. Done shaving, I grabbed the towel and jumped into the shower stall and luxuriated in the water spray. I got done in record time and shuffled into the bedroom, dripping water as I dried myself off. Linda lay on the bed, thumbing through her phone. She was wearing a purple dress with a large belt across her waist looking gorgeous for her age. I questioned myself if all matured wives in the States actually did their best looking this good with themselves just like she. She looked up from my phone as I entered the room. Where is Marvin? I asked. He was running low on fuel so he went to get some. He'll be back soon. But in the meantime, she lifted her feet and kicked off her shoes. I saw she was wearing white stockings. What do you think of my new tattoo? Oh yeah, I liked the one, the ones you had on your backside. She laughed. Not those. I meant this one. She gestured at her left ankle and I held up her feet, looked past the stockings and saw she had gotten herself an imprint of a Queen of Spades tattoo. It's not a real one, she added. Just something Marvin had long bought for me, but I never got a chance to wear it on. Not until now. Do you like it? I certainly do, I said, Then, then before letting go of her feet. It sure goes well with your skin. She spread her other leg and pushed up her dress to reveal to me that, like before, she wasn't wearing anything underneath. She chuckled when she saw the look I gave her. I took time to shave when I got home, she said. She stretched her feet towards my cock and got a necessary response from her touch. Oh God, I'd love to fuck you right here and now. You can if you want, I teased. I'll bet Marvin won't mind. No, he certainly won't. But don't worry, baby. We'll have plenty of time once we get done having dinner. I dropped the towel, then sat on the bed and poured lotion on my body. Marvin arrived when I was just about done wearing my shoes. 
And here I thought you two would be up to something by the time I got here, he said, coming to kiss Linda. We would have, honey, but I promised to wait till after dinner. I won't want you missing out on anything. Uh, thanks for that, darling. He turned to me and asked if I was ready. I, I came to my feet, adjusted my t-shirt's collar. Yep, I am now. We left the suite and were soon out in the hotel's parking lot where he'd left his SUV. It was then that I noticed the vehicle's windows were tinted. Linda and I got in the back seat while he got behind the wheel and drove out of the hotel's premises. We stopped at a Chinese restaurant first and had ourselves a delicious meal. Dusk had arrived and the street lights had all come alive. I sat with Linda while, Lin while Marvin sat across from us. Her hand barely left my thigh and sometimes she fed me mussels from her plate. There were numerous couples seated around us and a few couldn't quit glancing in our direction. Linda excused herself later and went, went over to the ladies room while Marvin and I got to talking for the first time privately. She's so in love with you, he said. It's been a long time I saw her this excited before. She's a beautiful woman, she is. I can't thank you enough for what you are doing to Ross Boat. You've no idea how rare it is finding a man like yourself who's just as comfortable with us. Do you plan on telling anybody around about us? I asked. We are way ahead of you on that. Linda has already told one of our neighbors where we live. Don't worry, they are good people. Horny couples too, like we are. He laughed at that. Linda returned to her seat and we continued our meal. Marvin ordered a bottle of white wine and my head was buzzing by the time we left. Chapter 4 Our next destination was their home located in a suburban district called Pinopolis. Linda and I huddled in the back seat as usual while Marvin drove. Don't forget to take to take us through the main highway, honey, Linda suggested, then turned to me. It's a more comfortable ride that way, and a little longer too, which gives us just enough time. Our lips locked in a passionate kiss the moment Marvin pulled out of the restaurant and got back on the road. My hand rested on her shoulder and I slid down the arm of her dress to get at her breast. She went on squeezing my hard on in my jeans while simultaneously thrusting her body against me. I allowed her to unzip my fly and unbuckle my belt. I gasped when I felt her fingers coil around my manhood and she then lowered her head to breathe down on my plum penis head. She moaned as she began sucking me. Her head went up and down on my crotch. Marvin caught glances back at us in his mirror while he maintained his driving. Linda dug into her blowjob row, deep-throating my dick down to my balls. She was on her knees beside me. I pushed up her dress to grasp her huge butt cheeks. My hand caressed her rump and I slipped my finger between her pussy slit 
while she eagerly gave me head. Her lips were coated with pre-corn by the time she came up for air. She swept her hair from her face as she then kissed me. I managed to slip my feet out of my shoes and she sat back and waited for me to get out of my jeans while she freed herself from her dress sleeves and then pushed it down her midsection. The passing street lights outside gave enough light for me to make out her tits and erect nipples winking at me. I spread my legs and lifted her over to get on top of me. She reached downward to slip my dick into her vagina. I felt it felt fucking great and I hissed delightfully as if in response to that. Linda adjusted herself, taking every inch of my cock inside her. Her butt pumped and rolled me back and forth. Marvin drove the car over several potholes and that seemed to imbue her with wanting to ride me even harder. I grasped her butt cheeks hard and managed to thrust back into her. Her breast pressed against my face. I rolled my tongue around her areolas. I bit and pulled on her nipples. Linda groaned and rasped into my ear while grabbing hold of the back seat's fabric. She alighted down from me and I positioned her on her elbows and knees and fucked her from behind. It was hard maintaining my posture as I had to lower my head somewhat from hitting the roof whenever the vehicle drove over a bump, but I felt justified with my arm resting against Linda's butt while I humped her. One time we came to a traffic stop. I got to wield her waist with both hands, grunting harder as I gave her the business. I could feel the car rocking up and down from her action, but I had no idea if anyone in any of the vehicles surrounding us heard Linda's cries. Not that I cared. At that moment, I cared about nothing but the delicious pussy I was busy fucking. The traffic light turned green and Marvin floored the gas and drove on. I went on fucking Linda from behind until I felt myself almost at the precipice and then I climaxed inside her. She turned around as I sat down and she got to cleaning my cock for me. We're almost home, dear, said, Lin said Marvin. I saw a signboard up the road declaring that we were entering Pinopolis as we then drove on. It didn't take long before Marvin pulled into Kane Drive, which happened to be where they lived. It was late already and everyone was indoors. Marvin stopped his SUV in front of the garage door. He came and opened the door for us, but not before getting Linda to spread her legs on the back seat while he got to cleaning her, my spunk out of her pussy. I wanted to wear back my clothes, but they told me not to bother. The neighbors were either asleep or getting there. Here in Pinopolis, people usually retire early, Linda said. That wasn't the case as we went towards the front and opened the screen door at the side that opened into an enclosed porch. A bright light came on from the house beside us, beside theirs, and caught us as we went up the stairs. 
Linda smiled and waved towards it. Hi, Polly, she said. Hiya, Linda, a woman hollered back, though I could barely make out who it was. I was waiting up to see you guys return home. Hey there, Polly, said Marvin. How's Elroy do doing? Out preaching to the flock or whatever as you'd expect. Come by in the morning, Polly. We'll talk better then. The lights went dead and the woman slipped back into her home. Linda took my arm in hers while Marvin unlocked the door and let us inside. Jinx, her Cheshire cat, came and welcomed us. That was Polly Milton, Linda said. Her husband's a Southern Baptist preacher who's got no idea how much of a whore his wife is. You'll love to meet her when she comes by tomorrow. I know she too can't wait to meet you. I told her we'd, bring, we'd be bringing you over. Obviously, I'm not returning to the hotel tonight, I remarked as if the events of the trip hadn't given me that indication already. No way, honey, Linda laughed. Here's where you're gonna experience the best Southern hospitality ever. We went up the stairs to the main bedroom. Marvin went ahead of us and got busy preparing the room while Linda and I threw our clothes on a chair and went to take a shower. We came out dripping with water, not bothering about a towel. I'll be out in the living room, Marvin said to me. If you need anything, just holler. Welcome to Pinopolis. He kissed Linda before leaving the room. Linda took my hand and led me straight to the king-size bed. Now is when I get to give you my own proper welcome, she said before falling down on me. Yes, that would do for now. That's that's uh, the Southern Hospitality or Honey Wives of Pinopolis. Chapters 1, 2, 3, and 4. Uh, like I said, I'll be I'll be posting this episode up. So I hope uh, uh, you guys get to listen to it. And if you if you like it very much, do give it give it a like on us on my SoundCloud page or uh, leave a comment if you can. Um, my SoundCloud is uh, I'm a soundcloud.com forward slash uh, Damien Dussault and once again you can uh, if you're looking for the book Southern Hospitality you can find it on my Amazon page uh, just type my name Damien Dussault and you you scroll through my uh, my library books you you'll find it a bit the it has a very catchy catchy book cover you can't you can't miss it in fact I'm I'm hoping of turning it turning it into a T-shirt someday, maybe during my forthcoming trip to the U.S. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank you all for taking the time out to uh, download this uh, episode. If you want to download it, yes, you can download it for free on SoundCloud, or you can uh, listen to it on um, on uh, Spreaker.com or on my YouTube channel where it will be available. 
I'll also be posting the link, the links, the link to this episode on my Tumblr page, which is uh, I Master Shango uh, uh, forward slash uh, Tumblr.com. I think that's the that's the right address. I'll be posting the link up there. I'll also be posting the link in my uh, on Facebook, uh, my Facebook page. Also on uh, Google Plus, I'll be posting there on, on Google Plus as well. Uh, if you if you'd like to uh, uh, find me to if you want to correspond with me, you can um, you can uh, find me on uh, Twitter at the Soul Damien. Uh, you can uh, leave me an email at shango1615 at icloud.com. That's Shango1615, S-H-A-N-G-O-1615 at iCloud.com. If you're, if you're on Kik, that's K-I-K, you can find me there, Master Shango. That's uh, my Kik address. And if you want to uh, find me on Skype, I'm on Skype as well, as uh, the soul Six uh, sixty. That's D S O U L six zero. Figure six zero. And also, um, I'll, I I like to let you know that I'll also be uh, taking donations from taking donations just to help uh, keep this uh, podcast uh, going. So, if any of you are interested in sending any donations or reparations, if you will. Uh, send it uh, to my PayPal address. That's uh, the soul seven hundred at aol dot com. That's once again that's the soul seven hundred, d s o u l figure seven zero zero at aol dot com. I'll be leaving all this information once it once uh, this uh, episode is uh, done and ready. So once again, thank you all for listening and hope you stick around and you come back uh, next time once I have other other episodes ready. And if you want me to continue this reading, which most likely I will next time, just uh, hit me up and let me know and tell me what you think. So thank you and bye for now. Bye. Hey, I'm Katie Grossman, a trail and ultra marathon runner sponsored by New Balance. I'm also a creative professional, wife to my life and running partner, Dominic, and a very proud mom of two girls. Life has gotten a little crazy, especially after battling postpartum injury and an abdominal tumor. But running is still a huge part of my identity, and it legitimately improves my mental health. I'm working my way back to racing, but for now, I'm still finding peace on the trail. Go be on the run at newbalance.com.
Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. 